Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Mean Green Nation podcast. Welcome to it. Today we got a special guest, the most special guest, uh, Conference USA Player of the Year, uh, the man himself, Mr. Tyler Perry. How you doing on this Saturday? I know y'all got out of practice and whatever, like, right? I'm good, man. I appreciate you having me. Just you know, excited to keep playing, and uh, like you said, we just got out of practice. So, like I said, I appreciate you having me. Uh, I mean, I th- I think you're doing me the favor. You know what I mean? Like, I think everybody wants to talk to you. It's not like, like I got to get on that Mean Green show. Nobody's really saying that. Um, I will say, though, like, uh, I'm curious about, like, what March, pra- like, you know, like, y'all been practicing, what, since, what, October? Something like that? A little bit before yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so y'all been grinding, right? Like, early mm-hmm. practices, I'm guessing, and you can tell me, you can correct me if I'm wrong, or like, all right, this is how we're going to do is like, setting a tone, like, level of t- toughness, building up, you know, kind of like the the level of fitness that you want to have late in the season so our practice is different now is it now more about just getting details right or what you tell me yeah absolutely uh earlier in the year it's super rugged super tough long and you know um very detailed like uh early in the year and like i said it's 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 long and hard and you gotta fight every five minutes now it's more um you're more laid back you you trying to fix all the little things now yeah um trying to get control of uh the little things that you know you have to correct in order to beat teams like Wisconsin and Oklahoma State um things like that so it's more it's more laid back we're not open down as much now I'm trying to get into our legs and so definitely more detailed now so that's the other thing, right? You talk about details. Like, what what kind of details? And you gotta remember, there's like some people that are like yeah, love basketball and they know everything you're talking about, like you, the way you're setting screens, the way you're coming off screens, this, that, and the other. And other people are a little bit more casual, so they're like details. What does that mean? Like, so tell me, like, you know, what's the difference? Just is. putting in new plays um, that teams haven't seen, oh, um, yeah. plays that we may have ran during games and we botched, <laughs> and so now we're trying to fix them. Um, defensive scheme, different defensive schemes we may throw at people. Yeah. Um, different matchups we may see, and then just breaking down certain things we may see over the course of the game. So stuff like that, not not too much. You know, you can't just throw too much at a team this late in the year, and our coaches have done so good at that. You know, that's why they are who they are. And then just things like that, just being able to correct the little things because of what, what you're going to see because it's not too many things that teams are going to change at this point in the year. And so um, just getting familiar with your opponent and – you know, like I said, correcting the small things that you know you need to have. Yeah, I mean, you won 28 some games with it, right? It's not like, eh, you know, those are bad plays. Those are good plays. Exactly. Say, it's like, just fix them up. All right, so uh, I, I had posited that basically, you know, because I think some people, other fans were like, oh, man, they didn't come out, y'all didn't come out, blow out Alcorn State by 30, like, in the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. That's a little unrealistic. Like, and you tell me if I'm right. I'm like, look, at this point in the year, every team is good. There's no bad team after this point, right? Like, it's Alcorn State, good. They won, you know, uh, a bunch of games, won their league, whatever. Uh, Sam Houston State, you know, finished second in their league, whatever. That I forget the, the exact numbers. Oklahoma State, obviously good. Best league in, in the nation. Um, can you feel that? Can you, like, is it, like, what What does it feel like to play good team after good team after good it's team? It's real, man. Like, if you're playing in March, 
you're a good team. Like it was some teams getting ready for vacation during February, sometimes <laughs> some in January. Like if you got a chance to play in the postseason in March, you are a good team. I don't care what league you from, who yeah. you played throughout the year, but you can put yourself in a chance to give yourself an opportunity to play at this point in the season. You're a good team. Like, and I think it's the people who don't really know basketball that think you're you're not really gonna come in and just you know blow somebody out um, at this point. Um, of course, March Madness does happen, so that's why it is what it is. And you never know what's gonna happen on any given night. Somebody can go over a team could hit every shot they throw up, um, and so it just you know it, it happens over the course of the game. March Madness is all about you know figuring out ways to win, and you got to figure out different ways. You can't. Some teams do win the same way every night, and um, those great teams adjust uh, no matter what's going on through the course of the game. And so I think that's what we've been able to do is the opponents we play, we've been able to adjust to every tempo. And Sam Houston and Alcorn kind of, you know, similar, tried to get up in you and play really fast, and they want to up and down game. Oklahoma State's more of a throw it inside, we're going to grind you out. Um, and I think Wisconsin is kind of the same way. So we've been lucky. Um, to see how two games the first like each other. And now I think these next two will kind of be like each other. And so, like I said, we've been lucky. And then who knows what we'll see, Utah, Utah Valley or UAB. Um, but we got to handle Wisconsin first. We can't, you know, you can't look past to anybody, especially at this time, because every team is trying to win out. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, you're you're not allowed to look forward to it. I can look at it. I'm just, I'm just I'm right. like, oh, man, look at that UAB matchup. I'll be excited. I mean – uh, and again, I'm not gonna ask you <laughs> to to talk about that UAB squad, but it seemed to me like y'all playing your best basketball right at the end. I mean, y'all blew out Middle, which I think is a good team. Middle's a very good team. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, and I mean, y'all y'all kind of got hit in the mouth over there in in Nashville, or whatever Murfreesboro. Uh, so like y'all know that they're good. And I think y'all came out ready for that one. Uh, same thing with uh, Western Kentucky. They're a talented team. I mean, I'm a big fan of Davion McKnight. I think that dude can ball. Um, mm-hmm. and so like, yeah, I mean, but y'all made them look like they're not good teams, right? Blew them out. Right. And then Louisiana Tech, another good squad, uh, Isaiah Crawford, again, baller. Y'all, you know what I mean? Y'all handled them. A little slip up against UAB, uh, but then again, Alcorn State, y'all, you know, blew them out. Uh, Sam Houston State, same kind of deal. All good teams. Um, what, what is clicking for y'all? Um, I think just staying together. Um, a lot of people get derailed at the time of the year, of course, with this portal and with everything that, you know, just said in the media, teams can easily get distracted with what they're not supposed to. And I think what we've done so well these last couple of weeks is just stayed together. Like we've all said we're gonna we're gonna block out the outside noise and we're gonna we're gonna finish the job. And the UAB loss in the conference tournament definitely I think it sucks that it happened the way it happened. We didn't get the tournament bid, we you know, we couldn't go dancing, but in a sense it brought us closer. Because we were like, man, we're going to go play the NIT and we're going to win it. Like, you know, that's all we got left with each other. And so I think that kind of was like, we ain't, we don't want that sour taste in our mouth from UAB. And, of course, last year we dealt with playing in NIT and losing, and we remember how that felt. And so we was just like, we don't want to go out like that again. And so <clears throat> I think we wanted we wanted to cut down net so bad. I think that's what we're all fighting for right now. And so when you got a group of guys that's still fighting for something at this point in time in the year, um, it's a blessing, man, because it could it could easily be going a different way. Uh, yeah, I mean that, that that's the thing about like I mean watching everybody compete. This is what I think what makes March Madness and the whole thing great 
is because like you know it's like playoff basketball in the NBA or just everything like that. Is like, everything's on the line, right? Right. Like it, it, every moment, every rebound, all that, and seeing people compete as hard as they can. I think you know that's kind of what sports is all about. Is what everybody wants to play for. Um. So I mean, you mentioned like you know you kind of block out the 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 outside noise, this that and the other. I think. Like how much of that? Like I think there's a good amount of that, right? Sometimes you want to hear, get a little motivation. Like, oh, they don't think I'm good. Well, let me show them what's up. But you only need you need like the right amount of that. It's like the right amount of spice. You don't want to overwhelm the dish. Uh, how do you find the right amount of outside motivation? You know, but also keep keep it from messing with your day to day. Um, for me, it's just always been I walk around with a chip on my shoulder, but I read something on the internet or not. Um. And I've called. I've I've just always been that way, on and off the court. Uh, like I said, you see the little things on social media where people have to say you, you know, you read them, but you can't really value that. You can't value people's opinion who really don't know what's going on, and and you know that's what they do. That's what they're on there for is clickbait. And so I've I've over the last four years, I've I've played a lot of basketball, and so I've learned that you know people gonna have something to say whether you're doing good or bad, no matter what. And so for me, it's there's motivation I have it within. Um, I still have two older brothers who tell me every day that I'm not good. So uh, I'm definitely – I really don't need the outside motivation. I'm glad it's there because it helps. But like I said, I, I get it from within. Um, you know, and I never want to get stagnant. I never want to feel like I'm complacent in any situation. So and I just love the grind. I, You know, I love I love the everyday grind and love the everyday of what you got to do. And so um, – I just I have a this chip on my shoulder to always continue to prove myself, even if I don't have to sometimes. Um, you know, it's just it's a love that you gotta have for it. You gotta there's kind of a sickness a little bit, like you know what I mean, but um competitive nature. And it's just you gotta you just gotta continue to want it. Continue to want what comes with it, the good and bad, and um just continue to get up every day and try to be better every day. Uh yeah, I mean, I think uh I definitely know what you're talking about. Um like in my 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 own stuff, but I think like uh, the what is that classic Mike Jordan right? Like, and I took that personally and stuff. I mean, you, you think about all the greatest of the great, and they all had that little like you said, you call it a sickness. It's a little bit like man, that guy's kind of crazy. I mean, you have to have a little something that, to make you better than everybody else, or else you're just gonna be like everybody else, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, I understand that, and I think uh, I think the 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 trick maybe is finding enough of that to keep you motivated, but uh, also keeping that in check so that way. You know, you don't alienate all the people you love and all the other stuff. You're not always trying to right. dominate it like dominoes or something. Um, but I, <laughs> that's all I get that. All right. So, um, you know, we, we talked about, uh, you know, the NIT right now. Y- y'all are prepping for it, putting in some new plays. Uh, are they going to give y'all time to, like, enjoy Vegas? I don't imagine they would because it seems like y'all got a job to take care of. I mean, so is it – y'all going to do any any Vegas-type things? They're going to – um, they haven't told us yet, but I know I know we'll get time off. Like we'll yeah. get there tomorrow. We don't play till Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and then Monday, of course, it'll be preparation day. Tuesday we'll play. You know, we plan on winning that game. Wednesday we'll you know we'll have an off day. Thursday preparation day. I mean, Wednesday off day, or whatever. You know, still kind of preparation day. Thursday game, championship game, and then I don't think we leave until Friday. So that, that makes sense. It would be kind of weird to win. I don't know what time it. the flight leaves <laughs> Friday, whatever the case may be. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Vegas, so I could care less if we go <laughs> out uh, and whatever. Um, 
long as we cut down them nets Thursday night, I'm perfectly fine. That's all I need. I'll probably be ready to get back to dinner at that point anyway. And so, um, like I said, I'm sure we'll go see something. We'll we'll probably ride around a little bit, but yeah. we got we on a mission, man. Like I said, we want to cut them nuts down, the nets down. It, it, it sucks um, losing the UAB and not being able to get the chance to to go dancing and um, you know, I don't want that my teammates, I don't I don't want them leaving with that feeling again. Like I don't I don't want them having to deal with that again. And so um I'm gonna do try to do everything in my power, you know, that I can to, you know, help us, you know, get a championship. And that's the main goal. We can say the party for when we get back. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the right like, you know, that's what everybody wants to hear. Right? That's the thing. Like we don't want you out there gambling on Monday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So, all right. Speaking about the time off there, like, do you prefer sort of like the back to back? Because y'all, y'all played, um, y'all played Sam Houston State, right? Beat them, mm -hmm. and then you kind of found out, oh, we only got a day before we got to do Oklahoma State. Do you prefer like that quick turnaround, or do you like, you know, this like, all right, we won, now we got a week to prepare for Wisconsin. I like the quick turnaround. I hate sitting around. Uh, I don't know what it is, but like, you no, know, a day or two is perfectly fine with me. I hate sitting around. I think you could – so many things can happen in a week. That's a lot of practices, a lot of practice time, and so many things can happen. And like I said, um, getting that good rest, that good night rest, a day or two, 48 hours, like I'm perfectly fine with that. Like, but five, six days, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, that's – I mean, it feels like it kind of maybe throws off your rhythm a little bit too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you're from Fort Coffee. Oklahoma, right? Is and I, I was looking that up because I, I had never been through there. I've been through Oklahoma a couple of times, just kind of go this way, that way, but never been out to Fort Coffee. Uh, but I've been like to that art. To I got a friend that lives out there, like in Arkansas, that's sort of near there. So I guess tell the people, like if you you're going through there, what what to do? I don't know in Fort Coffee or something. Like hey man, like it'd be like the text, like hey I'm here in Fort Coffee. What should I do? You know. Um, I wish I could give y'all a blueprint. <laughs> to tell y'all what to do in Fort Coffee, but there's absolutely nothing out there. <laughs> like, we don't have stoplights in our town. Dang. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I but, saw it's like 300 people is the population. Yeah, I think man. the population is like 349 now. It used to be like the most I think it ever was was maybe 600. Um, but yeah, it's it's this big. Literally, it's a big yeah. square. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the thing about it is uh, coming from a situation like that, um, I'm so family oriented and my whole family is out there. Of course, we've moved out. A lot of people have moved out or whatever. Yeah. And, um, but we all still come back. Yeah. And so like growing up, you had all your friends and family right next to you. So you didn't really need to go anywhere. You had everybody that you wanted to spend time with right next to you. And so that was always the biggest thing for me is like not being from the city is like, yeah, I don't have all these things to go out and do every day or whatever, but like I have exactly who I need right next to me. And so um we go out and ride four wheelers, we go mudding, go fishing, <laughs> play football, uh, we have kickball tournaments, cookouts, all that. So like, you know, those are things I enjoy doing. I love doing still to this day. Um we'll definitely do one after the season when I get home. And so like, you know, you can't you can't put a price on that. Like it's easy to go to in the city and go do all these types of things and skyscrapers and all that. Like that's, you know, that's all fun and dandy. But at the end of the day, I love being in the country. I love seeing the grass and cows running around. Like I love it. And so, um, 
I wish I could tell y'all something to do, but there's absolutely nothing out there. Well, it sounds like the thing to do is make friends with somebody so they can invite you to the cookout. And that's absolutely, what <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, so like uh, uh, I grew up in the city, so I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the cities. However, mm-hmm. like in high school, I uh, I moved out to the country. I remember calling up my friends. I was like, dude, there's some cows on the way to class out here, man. They're yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like, way out there. My, yeah, my, my grandfather was like, oh, you're in the monte, which means like the forest. And you're out there, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, but yeah, like uh, that's the thing, though. I, I think that you're right. There is an argument to be made that a large part of everybody trying to find some, is trying to find something to do with, whether it's like, let's go to the mall. You just really, it's not really about what you're shopping uh, for us, what you, who you're shopping with. Exactly, who you with, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I totally get that. I, I, I think, you know, that's good that you know what you want and what you like. I, I think that's that's good to, to find out as quick as you can. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, all right, so uh, can you just tell me, what, what is, what's like practice like? Because I, I know uh, Coach Grant McCaslin, uh, in case you, you all don't know, uh, he was like, yeah, we, and I don't know anybody that practices as hard like we do, like uh, this, that, and the other. So what's hard about the practice? Is it just like you got to go full speed? Is it like he's making y'all run deep sixes? I mean, what is a hard practice like? Um, The thing about it is, is this, they're holding you accountable through everything. Um, A lot of people may come to practice and best players or certain people or whatever may, may get the skid through or it makes certain other guys, you know, practice hard. But, you know, one through 15, I watched Coach Mack, like, tell one of our walk-ons, um, you know, bottom of the depth chart, tell him, like, dude, either you're going to practice hard or you're not going to be out here. Like, and he's screaming at him like he's going to be in the, you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah, playing yeah. 45 minutes or something. Like, yeah, yeah. I've watched that happen. And so, like, holding one through 15 accountable through every drill, through every sprint, all that. Like, it was one time um, I was tired and I was lagging behind with the bigs. And, and Coach Mack, I hear him say, like, our point guard is in the back with the bigs, like just things like that. Like you may not hear that, you know, at a at another team's practice. And it's stuff like that that goes a long way. And why we do the things we do here is because they hold you so accountable, and they they just want the best for you. Yeah. And you know, these coaches, they they've made a name. They proved what they have, you know, in this game. And so, like, all they can do is help us. And so, um, just for those guys to just want to come in every day and, and hold a 19, 20 year old kid accountable to make him be better than he think he can be. It just shows why they are who they are. And that that's what makes the practice hard. It's not we're athletes at the end of the day. You know, we condition our bodies to be able to go through practices. And um it's gonna be of course practice is gonna be hard on anybody if it's two and a half hours or four just pounding. But like I said, we condition our bodies to to do this throughout the year. Um it's more harder mentally than it is physically when it comes to you know being at UNT. Um, because we're gonna, they're going to challenge you every day in the weight room, on the basketball court, off the court. Like, we're being challenged. Um, there's been multiple times where, you know, something gets retweeted on social media and Coach Hodge will send a text and be like, um, how do you feel about this? Or what does this mean? Or like, um, did you read on this? Like, just challenging us just to see if we just really know what we're posting and tweeting or whatever instead of just putting it out there blindly. And so, like, you don't have that in a lot of programs. You don't have those people who's going to hold you accountable, who want you to grow up, who want you to mature and, you know, become good men. Because at the end of the day, they, they, we say it all the time, these balls are going to stop bouncing at some point. And we're going to figure out, have to figure out who we are outside of this. What is our identity when we put this ball down? 
And so it's, like I said, it's more challenging mentally and hard mentally than it is physically. Even though we do practice hard physically, yeah. they, they challenge us mentally. Yeah, I think, uh, so two things about that. Like one, I, I know I, I saw that, you know, just like as a fan, you kind of see it. And I know you weren't on the squad, but um, I think when it was like, uh, when when they beat Western Kentucky in the, in the conference, USA championship, yeah. I think there was a moment when they were, they were down like six or something like that. And you can see it was like Zach Simmons walking back out, Thomas Bell walking out. And they didn't have like, oh, we got to, you know, like they just had a blank face on. Like, mm-hmm. we just got to go take care of business. We just got to go do what we got to do. I, I think you can see that in the program. I think we can see that with, with this. That was like the first time like you could see a big moment. They took care of business. Um, you can see it with y'all squad too, right? I mean, I think overtime, I think y'all are like 2-0, and 3-0 and or something like that in overtime. It looks like y'all outlast teams. It looks like y'all are a little bit more mentally ready. Uh, you know, just little things. And I wonder if you're like, you know what, from practice, this is what it was. Or like all those challenges is, is paying off in this game or in this moment. Or the, I mean, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we just we, – we, we're in those positions so many more times before we get to it. Um, we play end-of-the-game situations – probably three times a week during the regular season and preseason. Um, and so things like that, it's like, and Coach Haas always says, like, no matter what the ref says, no matter what he calls, no matter what Max says to you, no matter what I say to you, like, never let them see you sweat. Yeah. And so we've always preached ourselves on that, like, things are going to go wrong in basketball and in life. Like, mm-hmm. mistakes are going to happen. Things are going to happen over the course of the game. But staying the course for 40 minutes is the most important thing, like, if, and who remains together for 40 minutes. I know people hear it on interviews all the time, Max saying, like, tougher team wins. Tougher, the team that stays together for 40 minutes is going to win, and it's really true. Like, And I think that's why we've been so successful in those situations because that's what we preach every day. And like, to, like I said, at this time of the year, and when you're getting tired and when you're going through the trenches with somebody and when it comes down to the wire, your old habits show up. And what yeah. you preach and practice every day is going to show up. And I think that's what, you know, that's a test to our program. Yeah. The other thing I was going to say is like, uh, I mean, those are good points. Um, it's like, yeah, like I think I heard from somebody say that, like, you know, if if people could just kind of teach themselves. And I, some people can't. Like, then the guy was like, yeah, I could just leave the books at the beginning of the semester and walk away, come back at the end and then test them. It'll be fine. But everybody needs a teacher. You need a coach and all that other stuff. So it's two ways. One, you need a, a teacher, a coach, a mentor, somebody to give you the motivation. But then also you got to be willing to be coached and all that other stuff. And I think that's a credit to the the squad for, I mean, taking all that coaching. Because, you know, I've had coaches that be that they'll say the right things or say something, but then it's half the dudes not listening. You know what I mean? So, right. I mean, you know, I, I <laughs> it's it's a delicate balance. And I think it's, it's everybody involved. I think it's definitely seen from us by our side, you know. Um, all right, so about school, like what what classes are you taking right now? Like Um, I'm in my last two classes that I need. So I'll walk in May. Um I have a degree in integrative studies and I have two minors in rehabilitation and African American studies. Um and those are what I'm finishing right now with my minors. Um so those are those are what I'm in. I'm I'm very excited to graduate. I'll be a first generation on my dad's side and so I think I'm more excited about that than I am with anything with basketball is to be able to walk the stage and say I did that. Um, like I said, that has never happened. My grandmother has yeah. no grandkids that's ever done that. So um, I'm super excited about that. And um, you can see it's making me smile just thinking about it. Yeah. 
even though she she won't be here to see it um i know she's smiling down on me yeah. um and yeah so that's what i'm doing uh i mean i totally get that i was a first generation graduate too uh and you know everybody's smiling at me I'm like you know wave it try to do a spin i told myself i was gonna get up to do a spin right but then at that <laughs> moment i was like man i don't want to bust my <laughs> you know fall down the stage. anyway uh so that's good yeah congratulations what do you gotta do you gotta like write a paper right now or something like that like what what do you gotta oh, do right to now so like i'm 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 more of a, like a lecture class for my okay. african study um so like i said lecture class so we are writing a little bit more mm -hmm. um going over you know history it's a lot of history that goes into it and then my rehabilitation classes is more online and you know reading about the body and reading about how to deal with people mm. and with disabilities and things like that so i'm definitely learning a lot which i need because i want to be a coach one day and so um definitely exciting for me being able to see people's views on different things and how they view the world and stuff like that so um, it's definitely helped me a lot because I know I'll deal with a lot of different personalities when I do decide to coach. And, um, you know, like I said, it's definitely helping me out. All right. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, I think that's uh, I think everybody kind of forgets about that. Like y'all are y'all still in school. You know what I mean, it's like you're out here hooping, but then you got to go write a paper. Absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, what was I going to talk about? I had my notes right here. Um, yeah. All right. So. You, I heard you say that, right? You're talking about, you, you shout out, like, was it Spiro High School, you said, it's one of these other ones. Uh, so high school coach is what you want to be? Is that, is that it? Like, that, I thought that was that was uh, interesting. You said specifically, I want to be a high school coach. Uh, is it just where you want to start out or something like that? Or, like, you know. Yeah, so, like yeah. Um, Spiro, by the way. I know I they'll, get on, they'll get on to me <laughs> if I don't correct it. <laughs> but, nah, so, yeah, yeah I want to start out in high school. Um, I'm not sure where yet. Uh, where I want to live whenever I do get to that point in my life. Um, hopefully, I got a whole lot more basketball to play before that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I want to start out in high school and eventually make transition into the college ranks. Um, I know college is very political and um, people can move around and, you know, yeah. it's a lot that goes into it. And so I, I've been told it's very stressful business. And um, that's why I said I want to start out in high school. I don't want gray hairs by the time I'm 30. So <laughs> – um, I definitely want to do that first and, uh, you know, see how that goes and just try to change kids' life. That's my biggest thing is, you know, going to certain communities where, um, you know, high school isn't looked up on or graduating isn't looked up on or something like that, just being able to change a kid's life. Um, maybe I won't change all 10 or 15, but two or three, if I, if I change the direction of life in a positive way, you know, I can say I did my service and, you know, I've always believed my calling is, has been to help other people and help as many people as I can to, you know, shed light on them and shed light through God. Um, and I think that's always been my calling. And I think high school coaching and AU coaching, um, you know, could be one of the easiest ways to do it. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's very noble. Uh, I definitely respect that. Like, I think, I mean, you know, as I always think back, uh, you know, I wasn't a very good basketball player. That's why I'm on this side talking to you and not like an NBA or something like that. Uh, but, you know, like I think about my coaches through my life and they, you know, I think still now to this day and I'm doing something totally unrelated about some of the things they said about the way you got to approach things or something like that. And that's not to say like my parents, my, you know, my family didn't have things, but it was other people too. And I think, right. I think those things are very valuable. So, uh, yeah, I, I get that. And I know you kind of, I know you, you'll like show up at some uh, elementary schools and kind of go, I think that's cool too. And like the, the little story I got about that is, 
So when I was a kid, Avery Johnson played for the San Antonio Spurs. I'm from San Antonio. And uh, he came to school. He's got his Louisiana accent on, you know. And he, he was like, he did a little, like, all right, if y'all get this right, you get free Spurs tickets. So I got the answer right, you know. He's like, oh, come on down here. Yeah, so he did all that. Uh, and that was the first time me and my little brother, again, I was in elementary school, we went to a Spurs game, you know. Like I said, we really couldn't afford at that time to go to Spurs games all the time. So that right. was cool. I was at a special moment in my life. Me and my little brother went to that game. And I got to tell him because, you know, he does the games at the at the Conference USA tournament. I got to tell him that. And, I mean, you know, so, like, I think those little moments you do, like, you know, I know you just, they matter. You don't know they're going to matter. Maybe, like, you know, 30 years down the line, some dude's like, hey, man, you don't know you came over or something like that. Right. I, I think those are good. And uh, I think, you know, I so they have they have ripple effects longer than you think they do, right? You kind of forget about that day you went, but that kid doesn't. And I think that's cool. So uh, let me see. All right. I know we're taking up some of your time. I know you got like a soccer game you're trying to go watch. Uh, yeah, the, the main great soccer squad. Um, yeah. Uh, ripping off championships. Um, Absolutely, they're, they're, man. Yeah, they're playing. Uh, they're playing Texas Tech right now. I Texas think, Tech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that maybe unrelated to this conversation, maybe you fans out there are like, you know what? For some reason, I don't like Texas Tech right now. I don't know what it is. And maybe you just want to see North Texas beat Texas Tech. I don't know. Maybe that's what you want. And so you can go check that out. Um, but we're gonna thank Tyler. For his time after practice, I know you got to go do some other things. Uh, is there anything else you want to say to the Mingering Nation before at least some of us go out there to Vegas go watch y'all hoop? Go ahead. Um, for me, yours. it's just I appreciate y'all um, for everything throughout these this year. Uh, man, y'all have been behind this team like no other. Um, through the ups and downs, I can remember St. Mary's and Southern Nazarene. We thought it was going to be bad. Uh, thought it was going to be ugly. But um, y'all stuck with us, and I'm so thankful for this fan base and, you know, what they continue to do and the support that they show. Um, there's nobody like it in the country. And um, shout-out to the Maniacs, man, for, for what they've done and Justin and just just how they've built their resume and how they've built their crowd. Like like I said, and I don't think nobody works as hard as they do. And um, <clears throat> that's just a testament, like, to the building of this program. And it's going to keep going way after I'm gone and way after – you know, anybody here is going now um, just because of the foundation we've set these past couple of years. And it started with Jay Ham and Drez and Thomas Bell and them. And, you know, and I just I just want to see UNT continue to grow. And um, like I said, I'm thankful for the fans and I can't wait to see y'all in Vegas. All right, ladies and gentlemen, once again, that was Tyler Perry. Uh, thanks again. Appreciate your time.